Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's do a little preseason how to watch next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers. Welcome to FFT in 5 here with Adam Azer. We're going to give you what to watch for the preseason week one. Technically, by the time you listen to this, we'll have seen a couple of preseason games, but most of them are happening Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. And Adam, I think the the biggest thing is we got three big quarterback battles. Well, we got one big quarterback battle and then two quarterback battles that are also happening that we don't really care very much about for fantasy. Uh, Colts, Anthony Richardson will start the Colts season or preseason opener does not necessarily mean that he is going to be the starter in week one. But at this point, I don't know if it's would you say it's fair to say it's his job to lose versus Gardner Minshew? I'm not sure if I would say that. I would say it's his job to win because they sure. both do really well. They're going to want to go with Richardson. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'd say if it's his job to lose, but it, this definitely matters. This is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, you know, he might look really bad, but I remember talking about how bad Justin Fields looked last preseason. So uh, it doesn't make, take much for these extremely mobile quarterbacks to be good for fantasy. Keep that in mind. But I do think he needs to go out there and at least do a representative job, a respectable job to uh, claim that starting spot week one. And if you're interested in Michael Pittman, this is a big deal. You should be rooting yes. against Anthony Richardson right now. To be Yeah, the, it's not just Pittman. I mean, th- this whole offense, the, the, the way this offense looks is likely to be dramatically different depending on whether it's Richardson versus Gardner Minshew. I think it'll be a run first offense either way, especially once Jonathan Taylor, assuming he gets healthy and reports to camp and is part of the team, you know, it should be a run first offense, but it might be the lowest passing volume offense in the NFL if Anthony Richardson's the starter. So there are a lot at there's a lot at stake here. Buccaneers and Cardinals also have QB battles going on. It does sound like Kyle Trask is actually really pushing Baker Mayfield. I think what you'd want to see from those, and we don't have to spend much time on it, but what you want to see is someone win a job, not someone get get the job by default, because at least that would give us some reason for optimism from the Buccaneers and Cardinals passing games, although I don't think we're going to have a ton either way. Let's move on to some big uh, running back situations. And you and I, we talked about before the show about which situations we want to talk about. And we both had the Bears and Eagles. I would say right now the Eagles are probably the higher priority just because DeAndre Swift's going way ahead of anybody else in either of these two backfields. Bears running backs, I think, are all outside of the top 180p. Eagles running backs outside of DeAndre Swift are... Swift is like 50 or 60 in ADP. That's a huge gap between him and everyone else. And it doesn't really sound like he's the starter right now. There, there's been a lot of reports uh, about the Eagles running backs over the past couple of days, suggesting that perhaps Kenneth Gainwell 
Yeah. Is the RB one there? There was a, a big report from Elliot, uh, Elliot Shores Parks uh, about how Gainwell leads the team in RB touches with the first team. Rashad Penny's been mostly working with the second and third team. So that's definitely one to watch. And then the Bears, it's just we don't really have any idea how to handicap this one right now. So what do you want to see from these teams here? Okay, so yeah, there's also an article from Seamus Clancy of the Philly mm-hmm. Voice that Dave sent me actually about how Ken Kenny Gainwell, as he calls him, is basically doing what we thought Rashad Penny would be doing. He's yep. the number one running back, and DeAndre Swift, by the way, is already a little hurt. He's is an injury that he's dealing with, but uh, so Gainwell has to be a huge rankings riser. We at least have to consider mm-hmm. the possibility. I'm a little skeptical, but we at least have to consider that. So want to see some clarity there. Although I, I think Swift is probably going to miss some time, so I don't know how much. In the preseason, anyway, I don't know how much clarity we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, for Chicago, I I don't really necessarily buy this whole thing about pass protection being what's going to determine who the number one running back is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think pass protection is going to determine who the third down running back is. But why would you why would you make that the highest priority on first and second down? I understand, I understand there are benefits to it, but you got to have yeah. the best running back. So I want to see what the split is. I want to see everything. I want to see how involved Roshan Johnson is. We're probably not going to learn all that much until week one, unfortunately, but that's definitely something to watch. All right. Another one I want to target this weekend as I'm watching is the commander's running backs usage. How do Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson get used in this new offense with Eric Bieniemy calling the plays? There's been a lot of talk about Antonio Gibson having a bigger role in the passing game. I think that does make him a viable sleeper for fantasy, but you know, if Brian Robinson's been being used on some third downs, that obviously would complicate things. What else are you watching this weekend? Cowboys wide receivers. And that's the thing is I, I, this is more of a training camp thing. Cause I don't know how much the Cowboys are going to play their starters. Mm-hmm. But can Michael Gallup actually be the number two wide receiver ahead of Brandon cooks? Can one of these guys become fantasy relevant? Cooks is going to get drafted. Gallup may, might not in your mm-hmm. league. So you might want to draft him and you certainly might want to be paying attention to what's going on there. Um, and I do want to see how much speaking of the commanders. I want to see how much Eric Bannemi yells at Antonio Gibson <laughs> and Brian Robinson this week. Sounds like he's been doing a lot of yelling in camp. That's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back next week to recap what you need to know from preseason week one. We'll see you then. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.